Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. After the show, you can find me dispensing antibiotics at the nearest CVS because I'm just seeing myself on air for the first time in this outfit. And apparently I look like a pharmacist, just a straight up pharmacist. So we'll see you there if you're suffering from a UTI or a sinus infection or anything like that. I can, I, uh, surely this outfit qualifies me to help you. So just put it in your nearest GPS. I'll be at the, at the location dispensing, dispensing soft drugs near you. The show today. The show today, we have a really interesting topic for the show today. I asked you guys on Twitter a couple days ago, I want to bring up this tweet. I said, is Vivek Ramaswamy the real deal? Or is he a grifter saying what he thinks people want to hear? And I ask you to debate below this. Thousands of you responded to this. This is a really interesting conversation. A very interesting conversation because a couple months ago, many people had not heard of Vivek Ramaswamy. Those of us who had were familiar with his work were familiar with him because he has um, been speaking out against ESG, environmental, social, and governmental metrics for a while. He has branded himself as an anti-woke warrior. But even so, when he entered the presidential race, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I responded. I was like, <laughs> okay, no one's ever heard of you. That's kind of funny that you've entered the race. But he has... He has exceeded my expectations. He has, he's rising in the polls. In fact, if you look at the betting odds, which I know isn't polling, but if you look at the betting odds, Vivek Ramaswamy is above DeSantis. He's behind only Trump among Republican candidates. And people have been texting me like crazy. I mean, you guys have been talking to me on social media and through my website, but a lot of my friends in the industry and my friends outside the industry, including some family members, have been texting me, asking me about Vivek because he's extremely charismatic to listen to, his answers. He's so good on air. He's so good at debating with the left um, that people are starting to get really interested in him. And yet, a lot of people have questions. Is he the real deal? Um, is he someone that can be trusted? He's never been in politics before. And some of the things that he's said in the past or positions that he's held in the past are, seem to be contradictory of what he's saying now. So I thought we would investigate this question today, um, including reading some of your responses to this question on Twitter. So I want to start by showing you just how good Vivek is at uh, decimating leftist talking points. This was Vivek on breaking points with Crystal and Sagar. And Crystal, who's the leftist on that show, it's a co-hosted show, she's the leftist. Crystal was asking him about climate change and she buys into the climate alarmist stuff that if we don't discontinue using fossil fuels and make sure that the earth's temperature doesn't warm a fraction of a degree, then there's going to be an existential threat posed to the globe, yada, yada, yada. It's the John Kerry, Al Gore, Greta Thunberg stuff. And Vivek's answer was, outstanding. This is what he said. So let me lay out some hard facts, both about my views and facts on the ground. Okay. Sure. Are global surface temperatures going up? Yes. Is that likely due to man-made causes? Yes. Is that an existential threat to humanity? There is no evidence to support that. To the contrary, eight times as many people die of cold temperatures rather than warm ones. The earth today is more covered by green surface area than it was even a century ago because carbon dioxide 
is plant food. Plants actually grow in slightly warmer climates. The climate disaster-related death rate mm -hmm. is down by 98% over the last century, directly attributable to more abundant and plentiful access and use of fossil fuels. So I want to be really clear about my view. This is not a, does climate change exist or not? It's the wrong framing mm -hmm. of the question. The question is, what impacts human prosperity, human flourishing, in a world in which there are net positive and net negative effects of climate, but also net positive and net negative effects of the use of fossil fuels. I also find it to be a mystery, and it's a mystery maybe you can help me solve, Crystal. Why is it that many of the people who are the staunchest opponents to carbon emissions are also among the staunchest opponents to hydroelectric energy or to nuclear energy? I think that that suggests there's well, something else going on. I, I, there's Why the different standards for China? Let me, so I let think me just that there's say, something else going on here. That's my well, point about well, there's a religious mm. conviction that goes beyond a commitment to the facts. Okay, so I think we can all agree after listening to that that he deserves a standing ovation. I mean, it's so good. So good. So let's rise up and give him a standing ovation. By the way, when I ask this question on Twitter, when I ask you guys, is he the real deal? Or is he just saying what he thinks we want to hear, contradicting what he said in the past? So many of you have responded that Vivek's campaign team has jumped in the replies and is going back and forth with a lot of you guys discussing and debating. So really fun to be a part of this conversation on Twitter because this is, this is the real thing. They are so they understand how influential our conversations on Twitter are that they are becoming a part of it. So all that being said, I want to bring up a couple of really valid points that you guys made about Vivek. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay. So some of you made very valid points about Vivek um, in the responses to my tweet. And I want to bring up, this is element number four. If we can put this on the screen, that way we can read it. Too much reason, that's your username. A lot of people, as you know, still have to be anonymous on X because their employers will retaliate. But this is what, this is a very valid point that too much reason said. He said, not a single one of Vivek's pharmaceutical products have passed clinical trial testing, yet he and his buddies and his family have enriched themselves at the expense of his voters. This is typical pharma bro behavior. He also sided with Bernie Sanders back in 2020 regarding masks. He sided with the Ohio Lieutenant Governor imploring Trump's rallies that everyone wear masks. He was for the COVID vaccines before he was against them. He just 10 months ago said in his book that he thought what Pence did was honorable and not handing the election over to Trump. In a tweet from the National Review called In Defense of Liz Cheney, he tweeted support that we should all hear Liz Cheney out. He called January 6th the dark day in democracy. And he just seven weeks ago in a tweet supported the Juneteenth holiday. And now he suddenly believes that we should do away with the holiday. What changed? So 
these are valid points. This is not, these are not positions that Vivek took 20 years ago. These are not positions that, that are so far in his past that his actions have proven to us that he has moved away from these points. I mean, he hasn't been in politics, so we don't really know. We have to take his word for it. And now, this doesn't mean that we shouldn't take his word for it, necessarily. The same thing was true for Trump. Trump wasn't a politician before he ran for president, and his viewpoints that he was running on, his campaign platform, was different than the political positions he'd taken publicly in the past, and he turned out to be a, a fine conservative president. So not necessarily a, a deal breaker, but I do think that the response about January 6th is particularly telling. So if we could bring up the tweet. This is element number five. This is what Vivek tweeted back. We'll bring this up in just a second. This is what he, what he tweeted on the 12th of January, 2021. So just uh, less than a week after January 6th. Um, he said, what Trump did last week was wrong, downright abhorrent, plain and simple. I've said it before and did so in my piece. So in this case, Vivek wasn't condemning the people who committed vandalism or the people that entered the Capitol when they shouldn't have. He blamed it on Trump. That's a little troubling to me because January 6th is, is to me, a bellwether of, of do conservatives understand the reality of the political enemy that we're facing or do they not? At the same time, I'm open to the fact, I'm open to the idea that someone can change their mind. Maybe you thought at the time that January 6th was what the mainstream media portrayed it to be and maybe you've now changed your mind. I'm open to that. Ahmed, who posted this tweet, says he thinks Vivek's a grifter because he just says what fits the moment. I don't know. I mean, I want to know what you guys think. What do you think? Um, Vivek's team posted in response to this under under Ahmed's um, under Ahmed's tweet, Ahmed's response, and this is his team posted a video of Vivek um, on television talking about his current views on January sixth, and this is this is what Vivek said. I've read all three, and on all three of the indictments. I believe they are politicized. I believe they leverage novel legal theories. I believe if it had been anybody without the last name of Trump, they would not have brought those indictments under those circumstances. And in the interest of moving this nation forward, and yes, that will be my job as our next president, to unite our country and to move forward towards a national revival, it will absolutely be in the interests of this nation to heal and to move forward by making sure that A, we pardon Trump, and B, we avoid the precedent of this kind of politicization of the justice system. That's the clear right answer. So it seems contradictory. And then you go back to his book that he published in 2020. If we could bring this up on the screen. This is from 2020. Remember, that's just three years ago that he published this book. 2020. He said, what does threaten democracy, though, is for political parties and their candidates to deny the legitimacy of elections. It reminds me of another story. It was a dark day for democracy. The loser of the last election refused to concede the race, claimed the election was stolen, raised hundreds of millions of dollars from loyal supporters, and is considering running for executive office again. I'm referring, of course, to Donald Trump. Well, this is obviously after 2020. This is after January 6th happened. He then sides with Mike Pence. I mean, you can see this. This is what he wrote. Does he stand by this? Does he reject this? I'm interested in hearing not just the talking points about January 6th now, but whether he repudiates what he wrote just a couple years back. And then, of course, we have his comments on masks. If we could bring up tweet number eight on the screen. Back in 2020, he bought into, Vivek bought into masks. He said, wearing a mask is a personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. 
Well, it's not that puzzling if you look at the science of the thing. It's not that puzzling if you look at the tyrannical government that tried to force us to wear masks to go in public. It seems perfectly logical and rational to oppose it. It seems a little puzzling to me when someone running for, as a conservative for the Republican nomination would take this position, for example. Then, of course, we have Juneteenth. Juneteenth, it's hard to know what to make of this one. So if we can bring up this NBC News headline. This NBC News headline shows Vivek first coming out in supporting Juneteenth and then just two months later calling it useless. So is he flip-flopping based on what he thinks conservatives want to hear? He has answered. This is what I will say. He has answered some difficult questions. He's willing to, to talk about the concerns that people have or the skepticism that people feel, this, this sort of gut feeling that I think a lot of us share. What's, what's his goal here? Um, he's answered before why he received a, or why he accepted a Soros fellowship to go to law school and he said it was just a financial decision. I don't know if I buy that. A financial decision accepting money from one of the most destructive, far leftist, anti-American forces, George Soros and the nation. He also posted this tweet agreeing with George Soros, so it seems like it might not have been purely a financial, a financial decision. His company partners with Pfizer, someone else said. He supports unlimited merit-based immigration. He supports transgenders in the military. Those are some of the people that think Vivek might be a grifter. Some of the people that think he's the real deal point out the fact that he's anti-critical race theory. He's anti-woke. He's been one of the first people actually talking about the threat of ESG before it became so is widely known as it is. He was on the forefront of that. Um, what do you guys think? Is he a grifter? Is he the real deal? Does it bother you that he has changed his views in such a short time? Do you think that he's crafting what he's saying just because he thinks that's what you want to hear? Or do you think that he's really had an eye-opening moment, a change of heart? He's been red-pilled. What do you think? Let me know. Twitter.com slash Liz underscore Wheeler. I guess it's X.com slash Liz underscore Wheeler. So the plain lady, the, the mother effer is not real lady has been doxxed. Yes, she's been doxxed. We now know her name. We have a picture of her house. We know what neighborhood she lives in and where she works. And I have some thoughts on this. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So this video went wildly viral. It's one of the most viral memes now that we've seen in the entire decade. It rivals Antoine Dodson's hide your kids, hide your wife meme. The plane lady that went absolutely ballistic because she claimed that the person sitting next to her on the plane wasn't real and it sparked the that mother effer is not real meme. I'm sure you guys have all seen this. She has been, if you haven't seen it, by the way, before we even get to who this woman is, we finally found out who she is. This is the video that caused it to go viral. Take a look at this. I'm telling you, I'm getting the off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the off, and everyone can either believe 
believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f but I am telling you right now, that mother that mother back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not. I'm not going. Okay, I'm sure you've seen that about a billion times at this point. It's everywhere. It's on every social media site. It's been memed a billion times. No one knew who it was, though. No one, no one identified who this person was, and people were curious about who it was. But here's the thing. There is a journalist named Bree Dial who doxed this woman. She published, she finally, she actually did a, a public records request to the airport to find out about this case report and found out the name of this woman. And then from, from there, after finding out the name of this woman, she found out where this woman works, she found out where this woman lives, and a lot of outlets, including conservative outlets, posted pictures of this woman's house, including naming the neighborhood where she lives. And you might notice that I'm not saying this woman's name. You can look it up if you want. I mean, it's gonna be out there for everyone to see because I have a question for you, and I am wondering if I am the only one who feels weird about this because this woman was clearly having some sort of psychotic break or mental breakdown. Like, sure, she caused this plane to be delayed by three, four, five hours, whatever it ended up being. She apparently, allegedly, was having some sort of altercation with her family members because she accused them of stealing her AirPods. There was someone with tattoos, demonic tattoos, sitting nearby to her. It doesn't matter. Clearly, she was having some sort of psychotic break or mental breakdown. But because someone had a phone and recorded this video and it went wildly viral in her moment of vulnerability or illness... She has now been identified by name every detail of her life. And the entire country has seen this video. This is not something that, oh, just a few people will see and this will blow past. No, this has been forever cemented into uh, the meme hall of fame. We're going to be seeing this meme for the rest of our lives. And am I the only one that feels weird that the media doxed her name and her place of employment and put a picture of her house on the internet and identified what neighborhood she lives in, in what state, in what city? I mean... She's never going to have privacy again. She's probably going to face threats and stalkers and attacks. She's probably going to lose her job. It seems to me the only reason that you would ident- that you would name this woman at this point, that you would identify her house, is for clicks. Because you know that people are morbidly curious about who this is. There's no actual reason. There's no implication to knowing who this is. There wasn't anything political about it. There wasn't necessarily a crime committed. I mean, I suppose it was disruptive on a plane. Maybe there's some obscure law about disturbing the peace on a plane or trespassing on a plane when you're acting like this but not a material crime here. This was a woman who was having a mental breakdown and now potentially she's gonna be canceled. This is gonna follow her the rest of her life because a couple of outlets and a couple of journalists wanna get clicks. Maybe I'm wrong here. You can tell me if I'm off here, but I can't be the only one that feels really weird about this. Okay, so a new poll came out. Let me bring this up about Ukraine, about the war in Ukraine. The majority of Americans finally agree that they don't want any more of our taxpayer money going to Ukraine. Perhaps we should send this article to Congress. That seems like the people who should be hearing this. This is actually a CNN poll that said that 55% of Americans say that the U.S. Congress should not authorize any more funding for Ukraine. 55%. That's compared to 45% who say that Congress should continue to authorize funding. That's a pretty big difference. A 10% differential between people who think that their money should not be spent on Ukraine versus people who think that your money should be spent on Ukraine. 51% says the U.S. has already done enough, and 48% say that we should be doing more. This is a pretty big change in the space of a year. A year ago, 62% said that 
the U.S. should be doing more. So people's minds have been changed, perhaps because there's no end in sight, there's no plan here, there's no path to victory. It's just an endless pit where Joe Biden is sending our money. I suspect because his son has corrupt ties and to Ukraine, to the oligarchs in Ukraine, and they're threatening to expose his corruption if he doesn't continue to send U.S. taxpayer dollars. In addition to the fact that the Democrats are self-destructive, they don't like our country, they want to devalue the U.S. dollar, they don't want the U.S. to be the world superpower, they understand the implications of a forever war in Ukraine, and they like it. They like those implications. We don't. This poll shows that we don't. So as soon as Congress gives even another dollar to the war effort in Ukraine, to Zelensky, they are in direct contradiction to what their constituents want. And we, as their constituents, should make sure to remind them of that every day, all day, until they stop sending our money to that weirdo crook. Stop sending that money. Speaking of weirdo crooks, Joe Biden visited a young military member in the hospital. This military member had been blown up after uh, Biden's deadly surrender of Afghanistan. And I want to show you this video of this military service member talking about Joe Biden's visit because it is wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Okay, so when Joe Biden surrendered Afghanistan to the Taliban, when he withdrew U.S. troops, this was a deadly surrender. We lost over a dozen U.S. military service members and what was lost in that story, in all of our grief and anger at Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, was the number of military service members who were wounded, who were injured, who were blown up. We, were, we often talked about and grieved the service members who were lost, but there were many who were hurt, including this young man who lost his arm, who was blown up, lost his arm, was in the hospital recovering and to his surprise was visited by President Joe Biden, but his narrative of how that visit went is wild. It's infuriating. Take a listen to this. this I was like, oh my God, and that's what I said. And the Secret, secret Service dude just like beat red and like trying not to laugh. And uh, I was like, and this dude, like two minutes later, he walks in with him and Jill Biden and their little entourage of people and like a photographer and uh right away like remember him coming up to me um trying to shake my hand like my try to shake my right hand and i look at him and i'm like i don't have an arm and my left arm is in this big ass cast with this giant orange bone block around it i completely immobile. All I can do is move my head. My arm's gone. I'm like, I don't have an arm. And he says, 
oh, and like kind of stands up and then like goes over to reach for my fingers because about an inch of my fingers are showing and just like grabs my fingers. Doesn't say, doesn't greet me or anything. Just that's what happened. Just grab my fingers. And uh, I was like, okay, that's weird. And, you know, almost immediately starts talking like about how their son served in the military. Doesn't say anything about what happened. Starts talking about how their son served in the military. And uh, my mom is just like, she's furious at this point. And they're like taking pictures and stuff. And uh, she goes, she was like, literally, my mom said this. She's like, I don't give a say. I don't care what you guys do. She's like, you better take care of him for the rest of his life. And uh, like she said that. And um, I'm sitting there and he comes over to me and he leans over me. I have, a, I have a picture of this to prove it. I'll show you this picture that I have. Um, it's a pretty funny picture. Uh, he leans over me and he's like this close to my face. And he's like, what do you want? And I said, what do you want? Yeah, he said, what do you want? I said, what? He said, what, what do you want? And I'm just like confused. I'm, I just got blown up. I just saw my friends die next to me. I'm like, I just want to be myself. And he's like, huh? And my mom's furious. And she's like, he said he just wants to be himself. He just wants to be him. He said he just wants to be me. And he goes, oh, okay. And they just continue to talk about everything but what just happened. And then um, they just ushered him out of the room. He didn't know what to say. They ushered him out of the room, and that was that. And... Uh, my mom tried multiple times to get help from 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 them, reaching out to the first lady and try to get some some legislation passed for caretakers like herself who own businesses who don't get any financial support for helping their service member that just got his whole life torn apart, and uh, she wanted to help other caretakers in the future have you know because they didn't. There's caretaker. There's a certain amount of money that you can get as a caretaker depending on what you do and uh, or help, but it's it's a process. And so she was working through that, but she wanted to pass legislation for future caretakers to to help get, you know, like, hey, if you run a business and you need to come take care of your son who, you know, served their fucking country and just got blown up, like, you can do that and not have to worry about financial shit for a little bit, you know what I mean? And so she was trying to get help with that, and they just pretended to help. They kind of just brushed her off and uh, pretended like they were connecting her with the right individuals and didn't fucking help her at all. And so um, obviously because of the Congress stuff now, my mom is since, you know, going to be moving forward with some, with some stuff with some individuals who are actually going to help. First of all, his mom sounds awesome. I would love to get dinner with her because she sounds like a true mama grizzly when her son is in trouble but can you believe that does that just gut you like of all the weird creepy what do you want like is he is biden trying to pay him off because he knows that he that biden he just sacrificed this young man's body for his own politics like what does that mean like what an absolute freak it makes me so angry to see that video 
because this is the way Joe Biden behaves in private as well as in public to the men and women who serve and sacrifice for our country. What do you want? I, I like I keep hearing that over and over. I mean, this is this is one of the issues actually that Republicans should talk about on the debate stage when they're holding their primary debates because the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, the surrender to the Taliban is something that people across the political spectrum deeply care about and deeply disapprove of. And we talked about it for a little while and then people just forgot about it. They just let it go because our collective attention span is so short because the news cycle is is so exhausting um, and, and just so tiny, you know, two days and a story is gone. But Republicans should talk about this because this is just a reminder of how gut-wrenching how evil Joe Biden is in his deliberate political choices, because this didn't arbitrarily happen. It happened as a direct result of the choices that Joe Biden made because he thought that it would politically benefit himself. Awful. All right. We have time for one more random thing from the internet today. This is protesters in San Francisco are disabling autonomous vehicles uh, using traffic cones. This is quite funny. You can see this on the screen. It's actually the response underneath this. This is on Reddit. The response under this, the comment is the funniest part. This guy goes, on rare occasions, all the information you ever need from a post is contained within the thumbnail. (laughs) And that's true. If we could bring that up on the screen again, that's quite funny. So I guess an autonomous car, I didn't know this, but autonomous car, if you put a traffic cone on its nose, it stops it because it doesn't know what it is. It's just like, cannot compute. And so it stops because it thinks that, I don't know if it thinks it's a person or thinks that it's a threat or thinks that it's not safe for it to continue driving with this cone on its nose. But apparently all the testing of the autonomous cars is being disrupted in San Francisco. Again, funny, not funny, maybe. The autonomous cars conversation can go in a lot of different ways. I personally am kind of torn on them. I do think it's cool. I'm not opposed to the idea I also don't like the idea that my car is connected to the internet because I worry the government has a kill switch, which they probably do, and that they're also going to use autonomous cars to penalize people for driving as they're trying to make us, you know, go into these carless, packed urban centers. They're trying to re-engineer our whole society, including suburbs and the rest of it. I feel like autonomous cars probably play into that. At the same time, kind of cool. Um, I guess that's apropos of nothing when it comes to this story. The story was just about the cone. But you guys can let me know what you think in the comments at lizwheeler.com. I appreciate each and every one of you who watch the show and support the show, especially our premium members of the Liz Wheeler Show community on Locals. You guys are what makes the show possible. You fuel the show. You are the bulwark against the evil of censorship because big tech would rather silence me and censor me out of or censor me into oblivion, but you make it possible for us to continue this show every day. So thank you for that. I greatly appreciate it. Anybody who is not a premium member, please join us at lizwheeler.com slash locals. Become a premium member today. Help be part of the amazing thing that this show is. We are doing work that we should all be proud of, and we're all a part of it together. So lizwheeler.com slash locals. I'll see you over there. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.